Module 3, Lesson 1. Validate your answers. Up to this point, you've been primarily working from your own thoughts and possibly some data if you have existing customers. Now it's time to research in depth to make sure your expectations are correct and to gather any information that you still need. To remind you, the five key areas you need information on are Lesson 1. Gather the facts. Lesson 2. Feel their pain. Lesson 3. Explore their wants. Lesson 4. Discover what matters most to them. Lesson 5. Uncover their objections. There are several ways to gather data, which we'll break down in this module. Call people. The best way to find out what goes on in the heads of your ideal customers is to talk to them. This can be by meeting them for coffee, having a telephone chat, or a Zoom or Skype session. It means talking to a live person for a period of time. This is great because it's your opportunity to mine for gold and to set you and your business up with the best chance of success. This is the stage that most business people and entrepreneurs breeze through quickly or skip entirely. You planned the questions you'll use in the last module, so you're ready to start interviewing your ideal customers. When you arrange the call or the meeting, explain that they'll be helping you with your research and that you won't be trying to sell them anything. Allow 30 minutes or so for each conversation. Take notes throughout or make a recording with their permission. When you analyze your data, you'll need these notes to remind you what was said. If you're new to your business, find a minimum of five people you can talk to and make this step a priority before you do anything else in your business. Of course, this is probably a more daunting task than designing your website or creating your product or taking another online course on marketing. But none of these activities will bear fruit if you don't know who you're targeting in the first place. Choose those five people and set up calls with them. They could be followers of your social media page, early subscribers to a new email list, or connections on LinkedIn. If you have existing customers, don't think you can skip this step. Choose a minimum of five of your best customers and arrange to speak to them. Complete the ICP spreadsheet with additional information. Create a survey. The second most important source of information is a survey, which you send out to past customers and current email subscribers. You can use or adapt any of these questions in the course for your survey. The number of questions will depend on what you're aiming to find out. But don't include too many or your survey takers won't finish it. Keep the survey at 10 questions or fewer and less than 20 minutes in length for the best chance of completion. If you're asking for simple demographic information, such as age, location, or income, then this can form a short survey which won't take people long to complete. If you want to dig deeper into pain and frustrations, then you'll be asking your respondent to spend more time on the exercise for you. You'll need to be totally clear in your questioning, as you aren't there to explain to them what you mean. It's probably best to stick to demographic, psychographic, and behavioral questions with a survey. Surveys can be great for canvassing larger groups, although the response rate is generally low at around 10%, especially if the people don't know you well. You can create online surveys with tools like Google Forms, SurveyMonkey, 
and Survey Sparrow. Where else to research? If you still don't have all the information you need to compile a complete ICP, then there are plenty of other sources you can use to supplement your data. Here are some ideas to get you going. Make sure you've mined any material you already have, such as email lists, testimonials, and comments from followers. If you ever had anyone who is unhappy about a purchase, then their reasons can be informative too. If you don't have existing customers, and even when you do, you can enhance your knowledge by looking at social media. You've already identified the social media habits of your ideal customer. Go and visit their profile, the people they follow, the groups they belong to, and make notes on any knowledge you can gather. For example, if you have an online travel company where you want to target families, Look on Facebook or Instagram to see when they take their vacation, where they go, if their children go with them, if they choose activity holidays, and so on. Join webinars or group calls where your ideal customers go and note the questions they ask and comments they make. Remember, going out and meeting with people face-to-face -face will yield the most valuable results. Think about the in-person and virtual events that will be attractive to your ideal customers, such as trade shows, conferences, and networking meetings. If you're running such events yourself, then make sure you take time to discuss with the people who stop by. Ask yourself, what workshops or seminars would they go to? What trade shows will they attend this year? What professional bodies do they belong to? What annual conferences will they attend? Think beyond the professional sphere to their interests and see if you can find them at the golf club, rotary, or charity events. Visit places your would-be buyers go, such as restaurants, malls, gyms, subways, grocery stores, daycare centers, and offices. Make notes of the products or services you see them using, if they look happy or frustrated, what they're talking about, and so on. Look into any specialist publications they might read, podcasts they listen to, and so on. Your only limit to this research is your imagination. If you don't have clients or prospects yet, you must get out there and talk to real, live people. Find events where your ideal customer may hang out online and offline and get to know them. Do whatever it takes to commit to this. Your business success depends on it. You may not be able to act on all these ideas right away. If you can't, then make a plan for how and when you'll gather the data and schedule a time to do it. As you collect information, add this to your ICP spreadsheet. Competitive research. Don't forget to look at your competitors when you're searching for information about your ICP. This can be a productive area of research as they are already targeting your ideal customer. How those customers buy from your competitors right now can give us some ideas of what might be working. Keep in mind that this method isn't foolproof since you don't really know how effective their marketing is. Identify the three nearest competitors to you. These aren't necessarily geographically the nearest, though they may be but they're the ones who offer the most similar products and services to you. Read through their websites and sales pages to see what their marketing tactics are and what language they're using. 
Look at their company pages on social media to see what people are saying about them and what customers appreciate the most. You'll discover what's attracting your ideal customer and what's putting them off. Add this research to your ICP spreadsheet. Action Steps 1. Choose five people to have conversations with. 1A. Schedule calls or meetings with them. 1B. Hold your conversations. 1C. Note your results in the Verification Conversations column of your ICP spreadsheet. 2. Design and send out a survey to a wider audience, e.g. survey questions, when to send out, etc. 2A. Note your results in the Verification Surveys column of your ICP spreadsheet. 3. List other places to look for data, e.g. social media, conferences. 3A. Make a plan for how and when you'll gather the data and schedule a time to do it. 3B. Note your results in the Further Research column of your ICP spreadsheet. 4. Write down the website URLs of your three nearest competitors. 4A. What marketing tactics are they using? 4B. What do customers appreciate about them most? 4C. Note your results in the Competitor Research column of your ICP spreadsheet.